0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay
1: Williams. It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday. Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FMB Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. Wayne, we had the sell-off. We had the bounce back, and the bounce the bounce back was very gratifying and actually quite aggressive. Are we getting the second wave of selling now? Because it's not a pretty sight today on the on the JSE and no, world markets. Not. No, it's not.
0: No, it's not. Look, Lindsay, I mean, it comes down to this one thing that we have been discussing now for probably approaching a year, to be honest. I mean, it's gone on that that long. Yeah. Forget the war, forget all of that. That's not a a major consideration per se in the valuation of markets. It's obviously a major consideration, oil and food and, 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 but as far as markets are concerned, it's not a major consideration. So what we've been, been discussing for a year is Higher inflation yes. globally, but specifically in the in the US and what this effect will be on markets. Now, I mean, just to recap, I mean, everyone knows this, but just to set the scene, we have had highly abnormal circumstances prevalent for the last 10, 12 years. And those circumstances, and I'll stress again, they are highly abnormal were incredibly positive for shares. In other words, zero inflation effectively and zero interest rates effectively, or very, very low interest rates for a sustained time period. Now, that cannot be a better environment for shares. And throw in, we had a global economic recovery also happening over that same time, etc. So now that whole scenario is changing, where as far as global growth is concerned, the growth rate is slowing down it's not a so far not a catastrophe but clearly the growth rate is slowing down and maybe that will even accelerate a little bit more unfortunately but inflation is stubbornly high at 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 very high levels you know it is truly um at abnormal levels you know normal normal inflation would be 3 to 4% it's sitting 7 to 8 in america yeah. So, and what's going to happen with interest rates to counteract that inflation? Now, that is a literally a 180-degree change as far as the environment for equity is in comparison to the last 10 years. Now, personally, I think sometime in the first half of next year, we will see uh, inflation fall down towards... Two or 3% in America, then we will survive that. When I say we, I mean share markets will survive that. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean they won't go down, but they won't, they shouldn't collapse. Now, if inflation stays at seven, then short term interest rates should actually rise a lot higher than, you know, seven percent. Well, a lot higher than the than the anticipated three percent, and that would be a catastrophe for share markets. So, the 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 jury is still out on how markets are going to react to this completely different change in uh, underlying economic conditions. So, now just to give you an idea, okay, inflation's probably averaged since two, since twenty ten inflation probably averaged one and a half percent the normal average is three percent that's currently at eight hmm. you know that just sets the sets the overall environment so um you know if, if we look now i've just actually called the graph up that's why i sound so informative that's all right well while we you're... haven't
1: had inflation while you're in that since
0: 1981
1: yeah okay. in America. Okay, and while you're doing that, the US ten-year bond yield went to the highest level since January 2019. So that's a three and a bit year high of 2.66%. Correct. There this morning, and it's probably still going higher. Yeah, 2.62 at the moment. It can go to three percent, or two and three quarters to three percent, three and a half, yeah. And and and, And we will still be relatively low.
0: Yes, and we will survive that as well. So it's hard to work out what the correct level is for the U.S. long bond rate, because we've been in the bull market since 82. Mm. I mean, 82, the U.S. long bond went from 14, was 14%, and it got as low as 0.6 last year. Now, it's up at 2.5, 2.6. Now, if inflation goes to three, the long bond should settle at around about three, three and a half. So, a lot of that big correction has already, in fact, happened in the, the long bond price, as long as inflation does come down to three or three and a half percent. So we we literally don't know what the, the net outcome of this is going to be for the equity market. But we do know one thing it's not positive for the equity market. It is clearly negative. So the only debate should be how negative.
1: Yes, and how does the market react? Does it re- react in knee-jerk fashion? In other words, get a quick twenty percent out it the way, does. Or, or does it go sideways and gr- no, grind I've, I've lower? Never, what do you think?
0: I've never seen an equity market go sideways and grind lower, lower. I've I've just never seen that in my life. I, I often hear about it, you know, just grind slowly lower, mm. but I I haven't I haven't seen that before,
1: to especially be these days. The equity with the- market. The,
0: the equity market. Okay, I've, as I said, mm. I can sound very informative now. Mm-hmm. The market fell. Let's let's go back to all the bear markets. The Market now. fell, and I'm just going to round numbers now. All right. Fifty percent in in 1969, 19, 19, uh, and it did it did that fifty percent in five months. Mm-hmm. In 1970, it also fell fifty percent, and did that in ten months. In eighty seven it fell fifty percent, it did that very quickly. It
1: months. did it did twenty-four and a half percent in one day on the Dow Jones black, yeah, day, black yeah. Monday. Yeah, then,
0: exactly. Then the then the dot com the dot com disaster it also fell fifty percent and it did that in eight, nine months. And then twenty ten, the global financial crisis, it also fell fifty percent and it did that in about four months. So the market the market can grind upwards but it never grinds down it falls in a relatively very short space of time so the question is how much now if I'm right and of course I'm guessing the same as anyone else and inflation does fall towards three percent I think we could get a 15 a 10 to twenty percent negative on the market All I don't right. think any more than that if it stays at six seven percent we could get Maybe a thirty thirty-five percent fall. Now, the reason why I'm not saying fifty like every other fall is there is one major difference between the state of where we are now and previous market corrections. And a what lot is of that? the other things are in place. There's no consumer or financial debt, debt. bubble. Mm. So there's massive government debt bubble. A massive. Uh, Maybe my grandchildren, our grandchildren will have to answer the government debt bubble. But there's one good thing about the government is that they haven't got a bank manager that phones them and says, pay back your loan, firstly. Secondly, you know our bonds, our credit cards, our car installments, when interest rates go up at reprices immediately, government bonds adjust to the interest rates, probably only Eight percent of their bonds reprice every year, so they've got a number of years to go until they start paying the full new interest rate so governments can handle debt significantly better for want of a of, of a better word excuse me but yeah governments can tolerate higher debt levels because there's no there's no instant repricing of their debt and um, but there is a massive government debt bubble i mean our 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 total government
1: there has been for so long. No, wave. it hasn't, no, and it and, hasn't and, been and, for decades. And they keep no, on, they no, keep on printing hasn't. money. They keep on printing it because they can. Certainly the United no, States you must remember,
0: can. Yes, you must remember government debt's not printed money. The Federal Reserve's quantitative easing is printed money, but government debt isn't printed money. It might be in Zimbabwe, but in the U.S., it's not actually printed money. Um, they're just running higher deficits. And the deficits are massive, but believe me, they haven't gone up Uh to the same extent as 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 what we have, as what we see now, I mean, it is truly astonishing. But the reason why it's astonishing and so high is that one and a half percent interest rates, the cost of the interest has probably declined as the debt has ballooned. Now, the moment that, uh, the moment that uh, sort of comes home to you know, when 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 uh, you know, to, I love this say. You know when the cars come home to roost, um, not just chickens—they're they're big. Uh, when that comes home to roost, and they and they start paying the full the full interest on that debt, I mean it is going to be astonishing. They are going to have to up taxes and tighten their belts and try and get that debt. So that's the uh, a looming crisis. But in total honesty, it probably won't feel the full of effect of that for another 10 years, if not longer.
1: If you okay, understand. you'll be retired by then, Wayne, so we won't be talking about I'll be, it. I'll be well retired. And I'm already, right I guess I, I, you know, I, I okay, so I've actually, I got, I've actually got a
0: charter. I've got a charter of total U.S. government debt,
1: right. and it
0: has gone from, in 2010, it was $8 trillion, It's now $30 trillion. And in the last two years, it's gone from 21 trillion to 30 trillion in two years. So, I mean, this is a major, major issue. But, of course, as I mentioned earlier on, mm-hmm. when you multiply that by the ruling interest rate, in other words, looking at the installments, you know, the interest rate installments, it's actually stayed very static since 2006.
1: So, what are the implications of interest rates rising? Because they have to service that, that debt, don't they? They have to serve the United yes, States but has over to service long time the debt.
0: periods. Mm. Yeah, you remember when, when a US government, when any government issues debt, it's a fixed interest rate, it's not a variable interest rate. So, if they issue debt two years ago at 0.6%, they pay 0.6% on that debt for the next 10 years or the next 20 years, depending on the duration mm. of that debt. Now, of course, when that debt matures and they 've got to roll it, or when they take on new debt, they start paying, they start paying the higher interest rate immediately but it 's a
1: rolling thing wayne you 're scaring me a bit with this this debt story, but you think there 's going to be uh, just to summarize and you don 't need to comment upon it what you 're saying is that there 's going to be no grind lower because of the gravity effect. And it's a metaphorical gravity when it comes to financial services and certainly with the very, it's almost instantaneous dissemination of uh, information. So people say, right, I'm pressing that button now because I've just seen that flash across my screen. Down we go anything between 15 and 35 percent according to you so it'll be all over with like taking a plaster off you don't just take it off slowly you rip it off and get the pain out the way pay and the pain goes away as a bookmaker once said to me so anyway that's out the way now that pain is out the way I want to talk to you very briefly about two stocks one is MTN it was down nearly eight percent yesterday it's rallied nearly for uh, Just over 4% today because of the N- Nigerian Communications Commission coming out with something, I think. And the other one is pick and, pick and Pay. Pick and Pay came out with a trading update for the 52 weeks, I think it was, ended 27th of February. And the market participants have reacted very favorably to it because it's up nearly 5%. What happened there? Because it's a really good performance from the share price.
0: Yeah, look, we are quite fortunate here in South Africa is we still have got some shares that are reasonably valued. Mm. And it's really centered, I mean, other than what you think of NASPAS and process and commodity shares. Yes. But banking shares, 1st rand might be a bit expensive now, but the banking shares still look reasonable value and the retailers look reasonable value. So when you go through pick-and-pay's trading update, I mean, sales were up 5%. Which I think is, is, you know, quite credible in this type of environment. Yes. Um, but pick and pay seems to be turning the corner. You know, checkers has been eating their lunch for a very, very long time now. But over the last two years, certainly, it and it uh, looks as though pick and pay is, you know, scratching back. And when you look at the earnings per share and the anticipated earnings per share, I mean, it's. It will more than likely come out, you know, in, in double-digit type of territory. So it's not a bad trading update at all. Um, and, you know, the share still looks, you know, reasonable value. And when when you consider that uh, over the last five years, the share still down, you know, 25% on. So, you know, it touched a high in of middle of 2018 at 80 rand a share, and it hit a low of, you know, forty five Rand a share somewhere around there and now it's bouncing up. So, you know, maybe there is still some value to be had in some of the retailers. In fact, I think I think most of the retailers actually show reasonable value.
1: Okay. But Pick a Pay and today is in focus. MTN as I said f- f- fell yes. very sharply. I didn't quite yesterday. understand.
0: I didn't quite understand because this morning um MTN came out and saying the Nigerian communications commission yes. said they've got to essentially not allow 40 odd percent or 30 odd percent of their customers to make calls and the share went up yes. uh, you know it's up it's up four odd percent
1: i think it was anticipated yes. yesterday i'm Maybe not saying must... i'm not saying that people used inside oh, in... no, no, sorry. I must
0: have... that news might have broken yesterday in nigeria I think now, so. I see that now, Sorry, yes, my mistake. It fell heavily yesterday.
1: Yes. Yes, it did. It was down nearly eight percent. And I was going to say, hopefully, people didn't use sorry, their yeah. insider knowledge to sell it yesterday and then buy it back today because the news isn't quite that bad. But anyway, a volatile, mm-hmm. a volatile performance, and the market's volatile as well because the, I've got the S and P down one and a third percent now, which is a significant move. But we have to talk about food now, Wayne, before I go to my yes. five o'clock. And I have to tell you a, a couple of things. I've become seasonal because I, I live in the countryside or very close to the countryside. You know, I speak to farmers and I go to farm stalls, et cetera. So what we've got at the moment is asparagus season. I don't know if you're a big fan of asparagus, but I like to No,
0: take- No, no. I, I don't mind asparagus, but there is unfortunately one fairly troublesome side effect of asparagus, yes, and we, don't, we need no go no further on We don't need
1: that. to talk about that, no, 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 no. Yes. You certainly wouldn't want to go to a public uh, lavatory after... Exactly that,
0: but asparagus actually is quite nice, as long as it's... If you do cook it, you make it very al dente, and you have a nice mayonnaise with it. It's actually mm.
1: quite tasty. Yeah, garlic mayonnaise, exactly. But the other thing is, and this this might or might not interest you, well, it'll interest you, but whether it pleases you or not, I don't know. The goose laying season is upon Mm -hmm. us in the Netherlands. They, They lay for two months a year, April and May, usually depending on weather conditions. We had a bit of a cold snap, so it's been a little bit late. But I had my first goose egg of the season. Now goose eggs are. No, I've if,
0: never had one. Or, I don't know if you've I've ever seen a goose.
1: I've never had one. If there was a fight between a goose and a hen, uh, the goose would win because it's twice the size. Yes. And the eggs are probably three times the size of a normal hen's egg. No,
0: I've never, I've never had that. I'd actually love to try it.
1: You you boil it for around about nine minutes, just as you would a, a hen's egg, and you put it in. You can't put it in an egg cup because the egg cups are. Too small, so you put it in a, a mug or, or something like that. And I tell you, Wayne, it's slightly gamier, it's slightly richer than a hen's egg. i You put the toast, the buttered toasted um, soldiers. Ooh, you dunk it delicious. in there, and I tell you, it, it sustains you for the whole day. It's so huge, absolutely now, fantastic. No, look, I,
0: I'm, I'm sure. Well, look, I have, I have, I have an egg or an egg and a half. Every day of my life, just about Monday to Friday, I have an egg or an egg and a half, and I make devil eggs every morning, Monday to Friday, I make <laughs> Deville eggs okay. so I take six eggs and I cut them in half and I do all the Deville stuff. but I went to see a good old a very old, a very good friend of mine yes. up in Bella Bella yes uh, two weekends ago, and, and they got a lovely like country restaurant farm stall very nice. So it's nicely set out, it's good food, and they got they got a farm stall there, and I bought some black pepper and chili like relish mix mm. made by, you know, the local church uh, grouping or whatever, and I now put a little bit of this in my Deville eggs, just a tiny bit, so it gives that little bit of a chili pepper taste to it. It's, it's actually truly delicious. But I also add in I also add in um, sandwich spread and also add in cheese and I add in onion sprinkles and I put a bit of um, uh, curry powder, some Cape Malay curry powder, sprinkle it lightly on the top. So it's becoming quite a gourmet uh, deviled eggs. And you do, every you do this and every morning why... for
1: breakfast, do you? You do this every single morning? Every morning. morning. I, eat, I eat it at the
0: garage. Okay. So the reason why I said I have between one and one and a half a day
1: mm.
0: is that... Uh, my friend who comes to the garage with me, he comes here every day to do some work on cars, etc. So if he's here, then we have one and a half eggs each. But sometimes he brings his young daughter with him. And if she's here, then we only have one egg each, because then she has an egg as well.
1: What a life you lead. Uh, but when, and when it comes to spring in in South Africa in September, October time or something, go to your local poultry farm or your local goose farmer and just say... I'd, I'd like to... Yeah, no, I certainly will. Well, you have to. They're absolutely fantastic. That's something to look forward to in six months' time. Wayne, I will look forward to speaking to you in a week's time. Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FMB Wealth and Investment, and that was Wayne on Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or